Hold hold on, y'all. One second. Hold on, hold on. Mm, hold on. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I, I feel like when I have something to say, it's always some kind of craziness, some kind of mayhem, some kind of bullshit that comes through on the show. But what I need y'all to know is this. Um, Hold on. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today is... Wet Wednesday, where we talk about whatever the fuck we feel like talking about. We don't care. We talk about it. We're here. This is just what it is. Um, but I wanted to start the show off with this. Normally, I would start it off with a commercial, but I'm not doing that tonight. Tonight, I'm starting it off with this. Listen. Can you think of any laws that give government the power to make decisions about uh, the male body? Uh, I'm happy to answer a uh, more specific question. Male versus female. There are um, medical procedures. Okay. That, the government get, that the government has the power to make a decision about a man's oh, body? I thought you were asking about medical procedures no, that are I, unique to I, men. I can, I, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat the question. Can you think of any laws that give the government the power to make decisions about the male body? I'm not, a, I'm not a thinking of any right now, Senator. Because there are none. There are no laws that have anything to do with the male reproductive system. I'm sorry, I need, I'm looking, I'm getting it together. But there are no laws that as thus far has anything to do with the male reproductive system and the female reproductive system um, versus the female re reproductive system. Um, as far as we go, we're like, unfortunately, hold on, let me put this back on. Oh. And all oh, my cords are wrapped up right now. So when we go to commercial breakout, I'm winding them. But as far as we go, as far as females go, there's no law that says that this is just what it is. Um, okay, hold on. Let me get this back on point. Um, there are no laws. We're going to go to this role versus Wade situation in a second. Um, but I wanna I wanted to have other conversation with you guys and I'm gonna take this off. I can't hear myself, so let me know if there are any um audio dysfunctions right now. And I probably will talk about um a little get a little bit more in depth in this this conversation. Um 
because we do have a panel coming up and we'll talk about that a little bit later on too but um this role versus weight situation has me all the way messed up and i'm gonna tell you why because at this point i'm 42 i'll be 43 in september right if by chance and i gave y'all the natural bun and I gave y'all the natural bun. I didn't put no fake hair or nothing in my hair. Like, this is my natural state of being. Um, but when it comes to this role versus weight situation, I feel some kind of way about that. And that's why I played that clip coming in. Um, because I really do feel some kind of way about this. Um, it, it, it touches deep, but we have a lot of things that we want to, um, connect on. Now, it was a, it was a little while ago and I'm sorry, y'all, that I'm looking down at my phone, but I, I remember stating a situation and I got, hold on. I thought I caught her. Oh my gosh. And I wanted to get to her first, but then this whole Dave Chappelle situation happened and it it got <laughs> it got crazy and I'm gonna talk a little bit about that not much about it but um yeah, I'm gonna talk about it hold on let me see if I could oh okay mm, mm, mm. so the first thing I want to deal with is this statement here and I want to build on it I do I really want to build on it because it affects the African-American community. So let me play this real quick and then we're going to talk about it. But let me make sure that we are all available to hear. You women sit on social media, you sit around, oh, everybody yes. killing everybody, but you never tell the truth that it's been a thousand shootings and homicides trickle back down to you running your fucking mouth or you calling somebody and exaggerating because you feel disrespected. Stop calling people. You get in an argument with somebody on the block, that's it, leave it there. You call your brother, now these niggas going through it the whole summer and then somebody child die about it. That That's your fault. All right, so... Um, I wanted to speak on that situation and I, I will come back to you with her statements that she she touched on because you, you know on this podcast I play dev devil's advocate all the time right um, there are a chosen few that do do that I've never personally been that type of chick I'm I've always been the type of chick I'm gonna hold my own and I'm I'm, I'm gonna handle my own and even and I, and I've spoken about this in this podcast a million times, I think, at this point, where it, you know, I had a situation, it was a domestic situation, and I gave it like I got it. But the one thing that I never did was call my brothers. And I've been um, called to call my brothers. But what my brothers know is that I will never call them to handle my business. They've always known me to be the type of female that I am. I just don't call my brothers. Be like, ah, oh, well. And I got people in these Baltimore City streets that will hold it down for me because I'm so silent and I hold it that like, <clears throat> I hate to say it. No, no, I don't hate to say it. I, I love to say it. Me, I'm an honorable woman. Um, when it comes down to the people that I rock, I rock with in these Baltimore city streets, they can never say I've ever been disloyal to them. Um, even I might even by chance make a mistake, even in my nail, 
and I will take a full accountability for it and, and I will say where I went wrong. Um, I just don't, I don't, I'm all one for justice. I'm all one for um, holding it down for the people. So if by chance, ladies, um, if by chance you're in a situation where you, you with your dude, don't call your brothers because that is a true statement. When you call your family, I'm sorry. Um, when you call your family, unfortunately, you're getting them involved in some shit that they probably should not be involved in. And I I waited, I looked for this and it came back up. I'm gonna play it one more time. One more time. Just one more. You women sit on social media, you sit around, oh, everybody yes. killing everybody, but you never tell the truth that it's been a thousand shootings and homicides trickle back down to you running your fucking mouth or you calling somebody and exaggerating because you feel disrespected. Stop calling people. You get in an argument with somebody on the block that's it, leave it there. You call your brother, now these niggas going through it the whole summer and then somebody's child die about it. That That's your fault. Yeah. I'm with it. You I understand what she's saying. I'm sorry. Dude. Let me get out of here. I understand what she is saying because it's it's real. Like nobody understands how deep these streets get. Um, because I guess one point is we all living in it and we dealing with it and whatever. Um, but especially when it comes down to you being you know, you snapping off at the mouth because that happens. Um, again, I've never been that type of female. I've always been that type of female. Like, all right, dude, I handled it myself. Now, I have heard a many, a plethora of times, call your brothers. I don't even know if my, one of my brothers is watching this right now, but he'll contest. I would never, ever. It's times when he like, why the fuck didn't you call me? And it's like, why would I call you? This is my situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm dealing with. And I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to get to my other point in a minute, but if it's mine, it's, it's my beef, it's my beef. I'm not calling you. I've been jumped by men and females at the same time i've been jumped by men at, at a very young age i've been jumped by men as well um and my my pops came through and was like nah and he went around it everybody up but it makes me who i am as a woman you know what i'm saying like I, well a woman in these baltimore city streets and now baltimore county streets but the point is because it is it's not far and few between whatever happens in the city at this point, you can better bet something's happening in the county too. Um, and if you don't know what the county means for Baltimore city, the county is the suburbs. Um, but I've been in a lot of situations. I've dealt with a lot of situations and it only makes me stronger. But I would never, ever call my brothers to handle my business. Like, all right, I'm a, bro, I, I'm going to fight it out before I call you. And so with my brothers, I love them, E-Man, Tyrone. I love my brothers. But with my brothers, I would never call them to handle my business. And they know this. And they will contest to this. Um, my brother has been on this show a couple of times. And he'll even tell you, I would never call him. 
to handle my beef. I handle my own beef. But I agree with what she says. Sometimes, ladies, y'all don't admit that a lot of the confusion comes starts with you. And it's not fair to them. Um, at the same time, a lot of the confusion, this is, this is why I always play devil's advocate. A lot of the confusion starts with them. Some shit don't have nothing to do with us, ladies. Some shit is some street shit. And I know because I don't, I don't been in these streets. Um, I've done a lot of things in my lifespan that I'm not necessarily proud of, but it gives me the knowledge to speak on it. And that's why I love it. Um, I'm going to play a quick commercial really, really quick. Um, because we have to pay the bills over here. And um, unless you can give us a donation or two, <laughs> I got to play the commercials. So I'm going to play this really quick. It's like a 15 second, 15 second commercial. I'll be right back. Want last minute brand design help? Get top tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Um, so if you don't know, it's me. It's me. It's your girl Labora Lee, aka Cat. Uh, I got this name. I got a lot of names, but this particular name I'm gonna take Cat <laughs> Lee. Um. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. Like a lot of times, we do as women cause confusion, and it's not fair. It's not fair to them that we do that. So we got to start walking a different kind of way. We got to start walking a more righteous kind of way to protect our black men. No, but we're not protecting y'all if y'all don't protect us. Um, So that is um one of them situations. We judge accordingly. Um, We're going to take it how we take it. No, you, you can't expect us to stand and walk with y'all, and then y'all don't walk with us. That's dead. That's a that's dead. I'm sorry. That's a dead deal. I'm not fighting for anybody that's not really did, ready to take the cause and stand. And all of us need each other's protection. All right, but I'm sorry. Um, there are other things that I want to talk about. So I was thinking, right. I was thinking to myself, I've had a lot of time to think over the last, I don't want to even say 24 hours because we haven't made it there yet. But I've been thinking because I stand in love. I stand in Black love. I just stand in love in general. And I've been standing in Black love a lot, a lot more lately, right? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, so there were some things that have been on my mind and I've been all the way thinking about these situations. Um, I'm an overthinker. Yeah, I think about a lot of things every day. But one of the things that I thought about was what's wrong with the African-American relationship? And then the other thing I thought about was what is wrong with the African and African-American relationship. So it's two different things I want to talk about tonight. 
And I'm going to give you my con. Please like, share, and subscribe. Hold on, because I got to put this up on the screen really quick before I get into my nonsense, because I'm here for everybody's opinion. So like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, Ambitiously the Podcast, on Facebook. Um, it's Miss Lore Lucidity on IG, and it's um, Ambitiously the Podcast, The Black Experience on YouTube. But remember to drop a comment because I, I'm ready. I'm ready for the insight on these conversations. But the first thing I want to talk about is the um, the male versus female relationship in in the African American society. Now I'm gonna read something, and what I'm about to read to y'all know I don't come to y'all. Hold on, let me play this commercial real quick before I get to it because. I really want to dive into this conversation piece. So I'm going to play this commercial and I'll be right back. And then we're going to talk about it. I'll be right back. What does getting it all done actually look like? A lot like this. Meet your new workspace. Oh, uh, I'm not sharing the right screen, am I? Let's try this again. Meet your new workspace. Your whole team right here. Let me just... Uh... Sorry, Karen. All those projects on hold, just a click away from complete. Success is closer than you think. It's actually over there, right next to your success manager. It's built to expand as needed. The perfect freelancer for every project? Yes, please. Go ahead. You can use the F word as much as you want here. This is your selection of global freelance talent that never sleeps. All vetted for their excellence, and their expertise. Love you, Kevin. Only thing left, add your favorites to your list and share with your team. <laughs> okay, not all of them. Leave it to them to tackle all your business needs, leaving you free. Well, at least free to get more done. That's how fast they work. Ready to transform your business? Oh, that looks good. Love that, approved. Still share my screen. All right, I'm back. Um, that wasn't the only statement that I wanted to touch upon tonight. But before we get to the next statement, let's get to this particular situation. Um, so again, I'm a Libra. Um, and I overthink everything. And even in my relationship that I'm in now even though this is the best relationship I've ever freaking been in. Um, you know, sometimes I get to thinking and I'm like, oh, is he happy? You know, these are the things that I think about, right? And because of this, you know, I try to understand a few things about us as African-Americans because it's a hard, it's a hard life that we live. We love... Some of us love, but let me uh, and then I, let me read this real quick and then I'm get to it. So, studies have been made um, over the years, and um, there are a couple of studies. Hold on, because I don't want to miss anything that I wanted to give y'all. So, there are a few people who are from the African American community, and they did researches on us as a people. 
um, and how we deal with relationships, right? So the de the general consensus from a couple of stuff. I'm gonna give you a few different scenarios, but the general consensus is that the black man uh, doesn't feel viable in with marriage mates because of their financial studies um struggles. I'm sorry, financial struggles, which will not allow them pr to provide for a wife and children. I've heard this uh, many, many times, many, many times when it comes to um, pe people that I had potential to deal with. <laughs> Allergies, sorry. Um, I had potential to deal with and they like, let me get right. Let me get my situation together and then I'll come back. And, and <sighs> unfortunately, unfortunately, Many times over, I've made the statement. I've even made it on this podcast, which is, I don't have time for you to get your shit together. If we gonna be with each other, we gonna build together. I'm not waiting for you to decide that it's together now. But mentally, it's been put placed in um a lot of a lot of. I'm not gonna say all African American males heads that they can't have a family unit until they got it all together. How, Sway? How? And I'm say how, Sway, because it's always been with our community this. Um, at one point in time, we came together and we built together. Black Wall Street wasn't built by just a man deciding that I got it all together and now I can do it. And I know y'all hear what I was going on upstairs, but I'm in my little wing. So sometimes you hear from upstairs. It's the old house. But um, yeah, I've heard that so many times. I got to get my situation together before I can. No. I don't know about other women. I can only speak on myself, but I don't want a man that I can't build with. I want a man that I can absolutely try to figure out how we going to build up together. Absolutely. I don't need you to be rich before. I, like, I don't need you to have a mansion before I get you. I need you to allow me to help build up in that. That's uh, it kind of makes me feel worthy almost. Um, also, other studies um, conclude that poor black men reject monogamous um, romantic relationships in favor of hypersexual masculinity um, overcompensated. Um, they overcompensate for the unable to fulfill the traditional because remember, it's a traditional situation. Um, most of those men that feel like, oh, I can't get, I can't, we can't be here until I get my shit together. It's because they feel like whatever they've been taught previously and let me get to that and they can't fulfill the goals um you know their great-grandfathers was with their great-grandmothers and they stayed together for years but do you think that for one second <laughs> that your great-grandfather did it by himself no he absolutely did not he did it with the love of your grand your great-grandmother and her holding it down and like, yo, or your grandmother, depending on whatever era, great, great grandmother, great grandmother, 
great great grandfather, great grandfather, grandfather, whatever, how however old you are. Um he did it with her. But a lot of times, because y'all feel like, and I'm not saying all men, I'm just saying this is this is a study that we're talking about. Um, a lot of times, you feel like you can't compensate, so you overly sexualize yourself, and you get all these women, and these women aren't for you; they're for the streets. And then y'all try to figure out. Where did I go wrong? But the woman that you could have had because you treated her like she was for the streets <laughs> is the woman you probably should have gone with from the, the jump because she was the one that wanted to build with you, but you didn't see it. Um, but anyway, so um, the other studies concludes that black men reject monogamous relationships in favor of hypersexual masculinity to um, overcompensate for their inability to fulfill the traditional breadwinner role. These men, study show, um, treat women as conquests rather than partners. Have I been in these situations? I've been treated like a conquest a lot of times and it didn't feel good and even after I went, well, once I had my daughter, like everything changed, like how I changed about how, like even my thought process about what I want my daughter to see, all of that shit changed. Um, but historically, more than recent research studies show um, black men have um, disproportionately examined their lives of low income men. So this is this is a study that um came from low income men and their struggles who they face to maintain stability um a stable relationship in the face of the economic disadvantage. And I will admit a lot of black men don't want to be in relationships unless they feel like they can hold it down. Here's where I'm gonna throw salt in the game and this is where I'm gonna play devil's advocate, right? Fellas, you can't do it all. You know what makes a beautiful kingdom? A queen. You're a king and you need a queen. That really has always been the equation. And I think that they do that on purpose to to separate us all so that we are not, oh, we need to be united. They make us feel like we should not be a family unit. Um I hate to include my side conversations, but I'll include it tonight. Um, so I was taking a ride from Baltimore City to Baltimore County, which again, if you don't know, if you're not from Baltimore, you don't know that Baltimore County is a suburb, right? Um, which you would call suburbians. <laughs> All right. At one point in time, we weren't all allowed to be out here. Our kind, people of this skin color. Although I am very much, very much African. <laughs> I love that. I'm 91% African. I love it. Um, But then again, I'm 8% European and I am 1% Native American, right? So let's just get that out the way. But because 
they they couldn't get into I tap into our DNA back then. Um, I I would never have been allowed to live in a neighborhood that I live in. And this panel that we're gonna speak do this this Sunday, we're gonna speak a lot on that. But I would never never my child wouldn't have been allowed to go to the school that she goes to. And we would never have been allowed to live in this community. Although I am a Jew, very much a Jew. Not Orthodox, but I'm a Jew. Um and the neighborhood we live in at one point was mostly Jewish people. The people who own my home that I live in right now before my home was only owned by one family prior to us. And it was a Jewish family. Um, she would never that like we would never have been allowed to live in this community. Um, just like I hate the misconception that we as a people don't like black people don't like black people don't know who their parents are. Well, I was raised in a two parent household. Um, I'm still very close with my dad. I see him almost every other day. Um, I, um, I, I share a home. I pay bills and all of that stuff here with my mom. Um, we own in this family, we have two homes. Um, until it changes. So, like, I know who my parents are, but they will say that we don't know who our parents are, and that's just untrue. We don't know who our parent, our father is. Um, I know people personally, like I know children personally. Like I created this whole gang. It's called the Pop Pop Gang, and the Pop Pop Gang is is, is comprised of grandfathers, because that's a lie. It's a whole lie, and and they. But here's the thing. A lot of of re, a lot of the reasons why our relationships are fucked up as African Americans is because we listen to other people, because we still solid, and there are still a lot of traditionalist people. Um, there are a lot of traditional people who want the family unit they want a home to raise their children and i happen to be one of those people um so it's not true my daughter knows who her father is she 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 can call him anytime she wants to like that's untrue we might not always make it together but that's just not african-americans that's just people in general how many like, white people get divorced every day, too. Like, sometimes the relationship does not work. But that doesn't mean that we don't know where we came from. I know where I came from. I just gave you my genetic breakdown. <laughs> I know who my great-grandfather is. I know who my grandfather... It's not hard to find out. It's really not. And especially in this day and age, it's not hard to find out. But anyway... So the consensus is that um black men treat women as a con well some black men treat women as a conquest rather than partners. I've experienced that a lot. I haven't experienced that in the last few years. I've experienced love and hope for the future. And I love it. Um both historically and more recent research studies 
on black men have disproportionately examined the lives of low-income men and struggles that they faced in maintaining stable relationships in the face of economic disadvantage. <sighs> I had to read that statement again because it's truth. But I've heard that so many times before, like, oh, I got to get my shit together before I can be with you. No. But again, where y'all getting messed up is I don't want to be with a man that I can't build with. If we can't build together, then what the fuck are we doing? Just like any business moves that I make at this point. If it's not about getting to the money, then why are we doing it? Why? What's the point? Um, when I reach out to people to, to ask about interviews, if it's not about building you up, why the fuck would I do an interview? Why? It makes no sense. And I think a lot of times the consensus is messed up because everybody thinks uh, for self and nobody's thinking for community. Um, there is a lot of hostility within the African-American um, culture and relationships. Again, I've only experienced that one. I've never experienced that otherwise. I only experienced it that one time when I... Um, but I did. I hadn't met my soulmate yet. But the whole reason, let me tell y'all this. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I went through that whole crazy situation, but I wouldn't have met my current spouse if I hadn't went through that whole crazy situation. So I, I as much as I hate to be, um. What's the word? I hate to be the person that that is just okay. Okay, it's cool that happened. Nah, I, it wasn't cool that it happened. That's why we fought so much. But I wouldn't have met my current spouse unless that situation happened. But it was a very volatile, hostile situation. It was very volatile and hostile, and um. But I'm I'm grateful because it taught me a lot. It taught me what I don't want in a relationship. It taught me what I do want in a relationship because I wound up getting with this person many, 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 many years later. Um, and I was able to form a bond and a friendship with this person. And we still together now. And I'm grateful. Like... <laughs> But I do find that in a lot of African-American relationships, and it's unfortunate that there is a, a lot of hostility, but I won't never blame it on a man. I'll blame it on individuals because sometimes, ladies, we get out of pocket too and we start flipping. And sometimes it is the dude. And, and, and men, African-American men specifically, do get abused too. Um, because we go through things as ladies, um, physical traumas, domestic violence. Um, myself personally, I've dealt with um, sexual assault. And then I've also dealt with domestic violence, unfortunately. But in them situations, they kind of coincide. And so we're always like 
with our guard up and like, oh, we got to protect ourselves. This is the first time in my life that I've ever not had um, to protect. Like, I don't feel like I still got to protect myself regardless. And I I teach my, my daughter this every day. But this is the first time in my life where I felt like I got some extra protection. Like... I don't look at him like a bodyguard. I love him too much to be saying that. But um, I also look at the situation as, all right, you know, I feel secure. This is the first time that I've had security in my life, and I love it. I think that there is a hope and there is a chance for us to have love and embrace love and you know what I mean? Like, like not necessarily like, ah, oh, I don't want it. Like, I hate that I'm, I could do, I can do it all by my, like, because there is this concisus with some black women. Like, I don't need a man for shit. No, I need mines. And I said it before, I need mines. He um, handles a lot of the situations that are not seen to everyday people. When I'm going through something, I can call him and cry to him and he won't listen. When I need him to make love to me, he's going to do that. You feel me? When I need him to hold me, he's going to hold me. When I need him to hug me, he's going to hug me. It's certain shit that I just need from my black man. And I'm sorry, ladies. I know the whole, um, and I love the community, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not. And I've played both sides of the pawn. It's not the fucking same. It's not. I need my black man there. I do. My black man holds it down for me. My black man does what I need him to do as my black man. And I'm not going to be down a black man. I can't. Um, But I think a lot of times also though those um those acts that we those movements the way we like a lot of the movement comes because of what our ancestors had to deal with like um slavery slavery played a big part in that slavery broke up that's like the first act in breaking up the black home because you think about it when slaves used to come in even if they were captured as a family um which many people were not but even if they were captured as a family then they got broken down so um they would separate the mom from her children they would separate the mom from the husband even if they got husbands later on down the line and they didn't like what was going on, they would separate those two, even though they brought those two together. It um buck breaking, it's so many things that happen within the African American community, um, which makes us step and move in those directions where we can't have a solid, committed relationship. I want a solid committed relationship. I want a man that I can just mm, be with for the rest of my, I want to, and especially I'm 40, I'll be 43 in September again. I stated that at the beginning of this podcast. 
I want somebody I can sit on a porch with and rock in a rocking chair. Like, these are the things that I aspire to. I mean, of course, I want to be able to take care of our family and make sure they're good, but it's nothing like that old traditional love where, all right, a black man loves a black woman and, and it's just what it is. And we sit on the porch and we rock back and forth. And we talk about the good old days. That, to me, to me, um, that's a beautiful thing. So... Yeah, I've just been thinking about a lot of things that, you know, could be, could not be. I think a lot, though. And um, to be honest, if I can't have that old school traditional situation, I don't know if I really want it. I don't. I want to be able to build, I build a... Uh, you know, like that's what's missing in society right now. You can't build a um, foundation. You can't build a legacy because everything is chaos right now. I, I'm determined that that's what's gonna happen for me and mine. I'm determined. Like we gonna build a legacy. We gonna be a family. Anybody that I'm with, who I feel like I should be with right now, but um, you know. At the end of the day, I want a legacy. I want a foundation. And I want to be able to be like, oh, y'all remember and look back in the photo albums and look at old pictures of us. Like, remember this one time? Like, that's what's missing right now to me. And I can't, I can't stand it. But I got to show some love real quick. I do, I do, I do. And I got to show my listening audience of love because they tune in, they download, they give me love. They support, and so I'm gonna always gonna support them. Oh, I got tagging the post. Wait, wait, hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. What happened? Ah, uh, okay. And I'm gonna tell y'all about this in a second, but let me get to the love real quick. <laughs> Cause my family over there built it. I couldn't do it last night. I had some things I had to get out of the way. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, but I'm gonna give my audio listen my audio listening audience some love really, really quick because they hold it down. The build up was lovely and, and it is what it is. So um United States period poos. I love you guys. You guys are my absolute favorite people. My country is the shit. It is. I'm sorry, what time is it? Yeah, my country is the shit. Um, so shout out to the United States. France, I love you. I love you, France. I do. I need to get there too. And to the dude who jumped in here and tried to tell me I didn't love, I'm rocking my own natural hair because he said, oh, I wish black women love their hair more. I'm, watch, I'm rocking my own natural hair tonight. In a bun. I told you. I got hair. I just like to protect my, my shit. I just don't. Just let it be out there willy-nilly. I'll take care of my shit. Anyway, so France, I love you. Cause he tried to get on my European love, but it's people black people in France too. Period. Um, Germany, I love you. India, I love you. Um, Brazil, I love you. The Netherlands, hi babies, I love you. Singapore, I love you. I do. Um, South Africa, I love you. 
um united kingdom i don't know where y'all just did something on me that was just amazing but i love you united kingdom spain i love you the philippines i love you belgium australia japan mexico ireland nepal Mauritius, israel canada and hong kong and last but not least russia i love you I don't fault y'all for what is going on. Like, y'all don't have no control over your government, just like the United States really don't have control over that government as well. The people just are the people. So I love you too, Russia. Um, I'm gonna give some cities love really, really quick. I am, I am, I am, I am. Columbus, Ohio. Hi, babies. I love you. Um, San Jose, California, Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, my city. Um, no, France. I will never butcher the name of the city. Spring Valley, Nevada, Frankfurt. Um, these are the people who regularly download the podcast. Washington, Virginia, Ashburn, Virginia. Um, North Las Vegas, Nevada. Norton Shores, Chicago. Shout out to the Shaw. Hi, Shaw. to the Shaw. Hi, Chicago. Borman, Oregon. Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to ATL. Law, um, Las Vegas, Nevada. That's the other other part of the city. Um, Owings Mills, Maryland, Border City, Nevada, Pikesville. Shout out to Philly, yeah, and Randallstown, Maryland, and Singapore, Singapore. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. You don't have to download, but you do, and I appreciate you so much. Shout out to my listening audience. Um. They're my biggest audience, so I got to show them love. Shout out to whomever watches this podcast um, from anywhere else. Hold on. Uh, I'm dealing with different. I can get rid of this one now. Um, yeah, whoever watches as well, y'all. I love y'all. And I appreciate you. Whoever is watching from Twitch right now, I appreciate you. And I love you. And I didn't get to catch the first person because I was running my mouth. Um, I didn't catch a couple of people because I was running my mouth. But it is what it is. And I love you guys, too. And I appreciate you. So what's up next? Um, we have the panel. Unfortunately, I got sick last week into the weekend. So I couldn't actually do the panel the way I wanted to do it. But. I am going to combine um, the one the panel that I was supposed to be doing and the panel that I'm doing this weekend together. And I think it'll be a dope conversation. So tune in for that. That will be on May the 8th. We will be doing that panel. Because um, I, I have a lot of things to to understand and talk about. And you know, I, I want to hear how other people think about these conversations so i got some questions to ask and we're gonna talk about it may the 8th um we have a few interviews coming up as well um we have one oh shoot let me make sure i get y'all right i don't want to give y'all the wrong dates and now i don't want to give you the wrong dates and i'm not gonna give the wrong dates i'm gonna have uh, um something put together really really soon to let y'all know the exact dates, though. Um, hold on. So, we got Tony Hasbun. 
Um, we'll be doing him May the 28th. We'll have an interview with him May the 28th. And then the crazy part about it is um, on June the... Hold on, let me get the right date. The 25th, we will also have um, an interview with an adult author. Um, her book is called Revealing to Healing. And I cannot wait to sit down with her either and talk to her about her book. Um, but that will be June the 25th. So, and then um, before all of that, so we got the 28th and the 25th out of the situation. Oh, May the 22nd, we will be covering the um, Preakness Music and Arts Festival. So tune in for that. And I'm definitely going to have everything together for that. I, like It's a lot going on. And I'm excited for everything that's happening. So don't ever, ever get it twisted. But um, yeah, that's happening. All right. So um, now that I've discussed all that stuff, what time? Where we at? I got time for this. <laughs> I've been waiting all day for this. <sighs> okay, y'all. It's not where we need to be. So we all know what happened. Somebody... And I'm speaking on this because Dave Chappelle is going to be doing the the um 10th anniversary at Baltimore Live. And so it scared me for a second, like, oh, my gosh, he might not be doing it. But then the after commentary happened and I was like, hell yeah, he doing it. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, I love you for this. But um, so a gentleman attacked Dave Chappelle. I'm not going to cover that. We all know we all saw what the gentleman did. But the after commentary gave me life so we're gonna listen to a little bit of this and then i'm gonna dive into it really really quick because we don't have much much time but we're gonna dive into it hold on so i time stamped it we good <sighs> listen up hold on Mm-mm-mm. make sure every my levels is good because we're gonna listen to this all right here we go So this Get is that, clean that mess afterwards. up. Get that out of here. Don't do this on the stage. Get him the fuck out of here. And, and, and an ambulance. Call him, tell him, pick up your people. Hold on, see what he's doing. <laughs> Call an ambulance. As a statement. Now, y'all, this is all get him off the stage and get back to business. Get him off the stage and get back to business. Oh, now everybody comes out for the curtain call. Shout out to Jamie Fox, by the way. Jamie, Jamie, where you at? Jamie, 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 hold up. Make some noise for Fox. Whenever you're in trouble, Jamie Fox will show up in a sheriff's hat. Turn the mic up. 
I thought that was part of the show. I don't know what the fuck. Is. I, I, I grabbed the back of that head. His hair was spongy. Absorbent. Listen, I just want to say, man, I, I've had an incredible time. This man is an absolute genius. We got to make sure we protect him at all times, man. This is what it's about. For every comedian that comes out here, man, this means everything, man. You're a genius. You're a legend. I enjoyed myself thoroughly, and we're not going to let nothing happen to you. Right. Give it up. This is the show. Wait, wait. I'm back there. I've been doing this 35 years. I just stomped the backstage. Always wanted to do that. I'm back there squeezing this too. I seen Buster Ramsey on it. It's like, that's how you do it, God. Hey, yo, where Buster at? Buster, yo, what's up, Buster? Where Buster Yo, where Buster It was so much more that went on after that situation. Hold on, I'm trying to adjust my mic, but it was so much more. Um, so, yeah, that'll teach you the next time that you want to run up. Like, I, I do feel like Will Smith got these niggas out here feeling like it's a joke. Some of these comedian dudes ain't no joke, y'all. They've been cracking on niggas their whole lives. And so what that means is that they had to fight their whole lives. And then they have security. I don't know how you thought that was a smart idea. I don't. It was dumb. It was the stupidest thing you could have ever, ever did. But she wanted to jump on it. And they showed a picture and his arm was like, <laughs> yeah, you know how they do them. But. I think that they broke it that way. Anyway, um, and then also Chris Rock did come out on the stage and ask, was that Will Smith that did that to Dave Chappelle? Yo, stop playing. Don't ever think. I think that in the Chris Rock and Will Smith situation, it happened at the Oscars. How are you supposed to respond? Just stop thinking y'all can play with people like that. Like everybody not to be played with. They're not. And so, um, yeah, a lot went on in the last 24 hours, but dude did tackle Dave Chappelle. He did get stomped out backstage. It was a lot of, it was a lot of celebrities that happened supposedly and allegedly to happen to be in the building. Speaking of those, and I'm going to give y'all the, the list real quick of those who were allegedly in the building. Um, from my Understanding Jay-Z and Beyonce were back there. Hold on. Nah, I don't want the videos because we already listened. Um, Jay-Z and Beyonce was back there. Rihanna with her pregnant cute self was back there with ASAP Rocky, but she was nowhere near the altercation. Thank goodness. No, Riri, we can't have that boo. Drop that baby. Oh, I can't wait. That's gonna be a beautiful baby. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how. I don't know what the baby gonna look like all the way, but I know that's gonna be a beautiful baby because Rihanna is already beautiful in herself. She's just gorgeous, but with or without makeup, right? And so then you add the ASAP Rocky, and he's for man, he's a beautiful chocolate man, a beautiful chocolate African American man, and so I just feel like. That baby is going to be gorgeous. But she and her peoples was there, but she wasn't in the situation. And a couple of other people. Um, 
But I'm glad the situation went down the way it did. It didn't go down how he how, how homeboy thought it was going to go down. <laughs> it went down for you getting beat down. <laughs> you can't be running up on people. You don't know who in the in the building and who ready to ride for who. You got the game all the way messed up. All the way messed up. And that's why your picture looked the way it looked. That's why your arm was like, <laughs> stop playing with people. You don't get to do that. You don't, you're not allowed. Um, but I'm glad Dave Chappelle was okay. Um, now, how much time I got? I got a couple of more minutes. This Roe versus Wade situation, because I said I was going to come back to that. That's why I played Camilla. Um, I just don't think that it's right for anybody to tell anybody what to do with their ba- with their with their bodies. Again, I'm 42 going to 43 at this point. If I got pregnant again, which I can, I'm still able to. I'm just having that baby and I'm going to love on that baby just like I loved on my first one, but I still don't want nobody telling me what I can do with my body. I don't. I I don't. I want to be able to make my own choices and that's been the problem. That's why it was a whole court case in the first place. A woman wanted to make the decision about what she could do to her body and what, you know what I mean? And y'all feel like y'all got more rights to our bodies and to our persons than we do. And that's unfortunate. It's a bad, a bad luck. But anyway, we don't have that much time watching the time tonight we do have a few interviews coming up again um so i'm covering the festival the um preakness music and arts festival on the 22nd on the 28th i have an interview with you'll see the promo you'll see the promotions they're coming um, so we have an interview, a smoke break on the 28th, and then we'll have some things, some panels and my normal shenanigans. Um, in between that and then June the 25th, we have another article. I mean, I said another article, or oh, I write those two, but another interview coming up with the beautiful and talented author of Revealing to Healing. So we have a few things lined up, and I will keep you privy to what's happening it's just a lot happening and i'm just trying to get it together but bear with me child but bear bear with me so um i'm at the time that i have to give you my salutations sorry i only give y'all i can only give y'all an hour of my time each evening but what i will say is this mind your fucking business everybody's business is not your business Come here. I'll tell you the business. I'll keep you abreast on what's supposed to be going down and what we're supposed to be talking about. Um, but mind your business until then. I got you. Just come back and I got you. Um, secondly, love your freaking babies. Love on them babies. Tell them how great they can be, how they can be anything they set their minds to. Do not limit them. Encourage them. They're going to be great. They're our, our future. Ah, oh, don't make me bust and see my, my Whitney Houston real quick. But they're our future, so it they should be encouraged. 
Um, stay in your lane. You know what happens when you veer out of your lane into another lane as a collision, and who needs that? Stay in fucking lane. Your lane is over there, my lane is over here, and it's just what it is. Stay in your lane. Um, and last but not least, I love you guys. To everybody who comes and listens to this podcast, to the people that come through and view this podcast, I love you guys so much. Remember, when if you come back, when you come back, to drop a comment so we can have a conversation. And secondly, like, share, and subscribe. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. But if you want to contribute to this podcast, the link is available below. If you're watching on YouTube and above, if you're watching on Facebook, you know, you can you can help this thing keep happening. You don't even have to give much, just whatever. But I love you guys. I love you so much, and I appreciate you so much. And have a good evening. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. And good night.